Impressive Bulge. And this is Super Dice Boys. Got a bunch of weird dicks. Have you seen the play Weekend at Bernie's? What is with the secret bird hate? Hard-boiled eyes. Hail Seder. Last time on Super Dice Boys. You guys encounter a cart that says Austin's Oddities. What do you sell out of here? Cool things. You, you gotta make sure you use that coin for good. Okay, I will. Eventually, the road looks like it's been destroyed at this one part. Maybe there's something secret you have to do, and then like a drawbridge pops up. The road just kind of starts to form. Oh, I found it. We should probably make a game. I mean, we probably shouldn't just chill on the path, right? I guess we're camping on the path. Uh, first watch. About an hour and a half in, Seraph, you just like hear some walking. You hear them get closer, and then you hear them get farther away on the other side. Makara will attempt to communicate with the people in the mountain. The wall opens up. We just walk into the mountain, and then there's a city there. Mountain City, USA. You're in Mountain City, USA, baby. You just have a small entourage of gnomes and dwarves. We're gonna wander through the city, and eventually, you're going to be outside. You guys arrive at the gate, and uh, it's imposing. Makara, you notice that you guys are being followed. I just push him straight down onto the ground. My name is Shame. Now we find our party standing outside of the black steel gates of the black keep of the city of Pyre. I would like to start by letting the the audience, the fans know that um, I I know that I fucked up and I feel bad about it. Don't don't at me. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, I didn't actually forget. I wrote it down. I was just not present in my mind. That's like all I've been thinking about. <laughs> For a week straight, I mentioned Mountain City, USA. <laughs> so we're standing with fucking... So you're standing with shame outside of the gates. Waiting for the guard to change, right? Yes, and it's almost like... It's like clockwork. The uh, guards start to walk away. Uh, shame leads you to a small door that's uh, kept ajar and just pops it open, motions you guys to walk on through. So we all are ushered through this doorway? Yes, you're ushered through the doorway into... Um, it's definitely just the keep to this giant steel castle. Um, a few nobles walk about. Any who uh, catch the gaze of your party, like, immediately see who you're being escorted by and quickly avert their eyes. And you walk through this courtyard uh, completely uninterrupted. I'm going to tell Shame that I wish I had his power when I see them look away. He just, you hear him chuckle a little bit, and he just shakes his head and keeps walking. I say, yeah, people uh, really don't like you, do they? No, they do not. Here we are. And he points to a door that is uh, very plainly written in common right above it. Dogs of Tus. He just walks up to it, he pulls a key out of his pocket, unlocks it, pops it open. Are we going in through the kennel? No. Hmm. And he uh, waves you guys through. I've got a bad feeling about this. You're coming with, right? Of course, of course. You can't see uh, Torald without me getting you in. I want to make sure I watch and see where he puts that key away on his person. It's just uh, one of his various belt pouches, the one closest to 
his belt buckle. Okay. Ah, the old crotch pocket. Yes. And uh, you guys walk in, and yeah, definitely not a kennel. This is a generally warm, well-kept area. A lot of uh, servants, maids, cooks, they all live in here. It's mostly unoccupied at this time of the day as there's a lot of work to be done. Is this where you stay? No, I uh, don't get such amenities. I really thought you were going to say, no, I live in the kennels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take in everything. Like I'm trying to mentally map out this place, which is you know, kind of what I've been trained to do. So Yeah, okay. So you're keeping a uh, well track. There's a few people kind of coming and going. Makara is, like, visibly unworried. Yeah, like, f- considering the oh, harshness... this place. Like. <laughs> considering the harshness of the words, like, this is, like, very nice compared to even some of the uh, buildings you saw out in the town. Hmm. Like, it's warm. There's no draft. There's carpet. There are real beds for people to sleep in. They just uh, apparently have to put up with a certain amount of abuse to deal with it. Rin is going to kind of put on his Carrick persona, <laughs> sort of like button up the top buttons and stuff and like straighten out his, his clothes. Okay. Yeah, here, uh, by the time you guys arrive to the main corridor, you're starting to look pretty good. Just a large, hmm, what's, what's the word I'm trying? Let me, let me read what I wrote down, how about? That'll, that'll okay. help me. <laughs> Do that. It's a large my notes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you walk out into the main hall, and opulence barely describes the luxuriant display of gross wealth and power. There are soldiers kind of dotting the area adorned in black armor, and they all seem to be on their own specific patrol. It's almost perfectly ironic timing. The second you walk in through that door, every single guard in that room walks out. Do we get the sense that that's because of us coming into the room, or is that more like a like a shift change thing? Yeah, I think it seems like perfect timing, right? It's the shift change. He said uh, whatever. It's perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shame said he, we would be on the shift change exactly. Okay. So we're going to already be in there when the new people come in, and it won't be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it feels like. After everyone walks out, Shame says, all right, we'll have about five minutes before we have new guards. There is the door, and he points to this giant stone door, and on it, the oddest thing, the same carving as that is on the door of the tower, the ivory tower, back in Opal. the the super elaborate one? Yes. What was that a carving of, again? It was some story that you don't really know. It was... um, Various beasts and man. It's almost as if it stretches the entirety of time. The okay. serpent and the bear. Some sort of mythological or yeah. prophetic carving. Can I make a guess as to, like, I guess I, I kind of want to, like, analyze it and read, like, what kind of story it's trying to tell. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check. I have my fingers crossed for religion. <laughs> yeah, could I add religion? Yeah, I forgot that that was a skill of yours. Very nice. Which adds to 22. So as far as the the tomes of your religion are concerned, a lot of this is similar to the stories you've read, but not quite the same. It's still hard to make out a precise story, it being a series of pictures, but it appears to be how the world came to be. 
large dragons that came in from the sky that formed the earth and the beasts of the sea throwing forth the water and flooding over most of the world. Kind of like how every religion has its own like flood story or creation story. Yes, yes. And so it's uh, easy to see how your tomes and this can match up, but there are always going to be, you know, certain differences. Okay. So this room is just like terribly wealthy? Yes. Like disgustingly wealthy? It's awful. The very picture of the bourgeoisie. Right. Yes. And Makara's going to lean over to Seraph and tell him, or suggest rather, that we steal some stuff. Um, Seraph's going to open up his coat and show that he's already taken some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, like, not out. hard. There's fine vases, um, a w- couple of coin bags just left on a few counters. No, I would take the coin bags then for sure. I'm going to yeah. be in if You know necessary. you're rich when you leave money out on display. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be an if necessary. Makar is going to be an if necessary distraction. <laughs> Am I in earshot of all this? Um, they were whispering. were whispering. What's your passive perception? It's 12. 12? I'd say you'd be able to hear that they're whispering, but not precisely what the nature of their whispers are. I'll leave it. Okay. Yeah, but I'd pocket any coins that were out. I would yeah. I'd be getting those. After a. Uh, I want to split. Especially no guards around. What what is like the purpose of this room? Is this just like a waiting room? Uh, It's a large waiting room. There's also a large table. Okay, like for dining? Yeah, like one could dine there. There's no smell of food in the air. Dark, cold. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a meeting room of some kind? It's like a great hall. Yeah, just a a multi purpose giant room with that giant door. And uh, sh- after a little bit of uh, milling about, Shame walks up to the door and he like presses his hand on it and looks back at everyone and says, "Are you ready to meet him?" Yes. Does he speak common? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's gonna make this a lot easier. Then yes. Well, yeah. Straight well, that, like... that wasn't like a prerequisite. I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll straighten up my coat and be like, "Well, we should speak to him in Dwarven. I imagine that's the language of the. Uh, yeah, if that's you'd... the lingua franca, is it not?" If you know it. It'll also be good to know that he speaks common so that uh, we don't offend him in common. Yeah, that's it, yeah. We'll keep it in common so everyone's on the same page. Okay. Do you guys think he speaks Elvish? I would assume. I imagine he'd be loath to. Yeah, probably. All right. Very well. And then, uh, yeah, he uh, is already touching the stone. He just kind of rubs his hand down on it a little bit, and he whispers something under his breath, and then the door just pushes forward effortlessly. Can I hear what he says? I would be straining to hear that. Yeah, make a perception check to see if you can catch out the precise words. No. It's like a four. Yeah, you just hear a quiet word said. (laughs) All right. The door pushes open, and uh, you're met by an interesting sight. There is a tall golden throne. This reaches like 30 feet into the air with its back. Carved, yeah, just solid gold. And there is a fat dwarf sitting on it. Like rotund, (laughs) overweight, really whatever kind of word you can come up with. Sitting there having a loud dwarvish chat with uh, what appears to be a human noble. Okay, so a Trump-esque dwarf. Yeah. Got it. Um, so around 
his uh, throne, there are literally mountains of gold coins stacked very neatly. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, upon closer inspection, the throne itself is piled money that's been melded together. And uh, <laughs> Jinx broken. <laughs> okay. Got it. And a booming voice calls out from the throne. I said investigate them, not bring them straight to me, you shameful dog. And you see shame immediately look down and take a knee. I'll bow deeply while I think about how to respond. <laughs> not a not a chance. Yeah, no fucking way. Makara is not going to bow at all. And like after he barks out, he like he turns red and then he forgets. You see him forget for a moment that he had company and looks at them. Oh, oh. And you see the man say, Torald, what is the meaning? We'll come back later when your schedule's straightened out. And this man in velvet clothes waves his hand and his entourage comes out and like three men exit the room. Damn. That guy was on a first name basis. I'd like to take a close look at that guy. He seems very important. He is wearing fine royal purple velvet clothery. Golden accents, uh, very little in the way of jewelry, except for a single black ring that is like in stark contrast to his hand, which is uh, rather pale. See, like uh, dwarf, human, elf? Human. Human. Okay. Oh, he's a human? Yes. Oh, shit. I thought he was a dwarf. Um, The man he was meeting with. Oh, oh, the man he was yeah, meeting with. Yeah, the man he's with. meeting with. Um, Sorry. His hair is uh, kept short, parted to the left. Very neat beard. Okay. Now, what would be, I'm sure I would know, what would be the proper way to address a king? Is it, do you just say, like, my king? Um, He's technically not your king. My, <laughs> my lord? I don't know. Or like, my lord, your grace. Uh, you were always trained with That's a lord, thing. grace. Really depends on the status. The loftier and more concerned you are with making sure you're not being rude the more likely you're to go with something much more formal sounding like Lord or Excellency, Majesty, Majesty, Majesty. His Excellency, mm, your yeah. Majesty, yeah, your opulence, your, your Majesty, is what <laughs> your, I'm gonna stick with. your yeah. old milkness. Oh. <laughs> and um, while we're describing people, a short description of Torold so you guys kind of get a better idea other than a fat, rich dwarf. <laughs> right. He has dark skin, like it's uh, it's like russet potato color skin. Um, he's got dark red hair. It's a very neatly braided. It's fairly long. Uh, in the braids are coins and gemstones. His beard is very short. It's very well groomed, very well maintained, but it's very short, not long enough to even like make a single braid with. Hmm. For those of you who are more observant, Seraph, you notice that his left hand is actually solid gold. Okay. Is it... Does it move? Is it dexterous, or is it like a uh, prosthetic? It appears to be a prosthetic, but it also appears to have mobility. Okay. Like, you see those fingers clench into his throne where there's already divots of where that hand is dug into the so metal strong. before. Okay. How high does, is it just his hand? Does it go up to, like, his elbow? or? Uh, it, like it goes up way? until his sleeve, which his sleeve meets in the middle of his forearm. Okay. I don't know why, but I pictured him fucking shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, with like I've, like, like that Buddha, like, bo- like kind of Buddha esque. Yeah. No, he's um, he he 
like his clothing is very well made. It's very high quality. It um, shares his uh, town's colors of black and red with accents of gold. Yeah, he barked out at you. His uh, audience left, and he's just mean mugging you. Well, what do you want? Your Majesty. I'll do like a, a bow, I guess. I can't forget my courtesies. And I'll say, we have come to make a deal. A, a deal? With a bunch of commoners? What could you possibly have that I don't already have? Information. And the, about the location of a, a certain stone which I... Well, which we heard you were interested in. A flash of curiosity comes across his hardened face. Score. <laughs> I'm watching shame hard. That's what my... He hasn't moved an inch. Good. He is kneeled. He is looking down. I hate this guy. <laughs> we all hate this guy. I like this guy because he seems easy to manipulate. Uh, is there anyone else in this room? Or is it just us and shame? Uh, it's you, shame... Um, there is Torald Gold Throne, and then some guards. I'm assuming there are a few guards. Um, not really in the main walkway here. They're kind of more along the walls. Okay, low key. Um, sorry. Actually, make a perception check for me, Seraph. Fuck me. Nine. Okay. Um. Of all the people, Cedric, you notice two people on a floor above yours with crossbows pointed at you. Do I think it's just a precaution? Their fingers are off the triggers. Okay. I, I want to make a very subtle, like, I just jerk my head up, like, when you look at something. Yeah. Um, to, like, visibly notice them so that my friends can also realize. Yep. What kind of food and wine is in the room? There is... A huge pitcher of wine next to Torald. Deep red wine in there. You can see through his uh, clear glass. No food in the room. Uh, are there more glasses by the wine? No, just the one. I'm going to look in the treasure to see. Just like scan the room, the treasure, to see if there's like a goblet or a chalice or something. Uh, it isn't just a treasure hoard. This is uh, appears to be just neatly stacked coins. Oh, okay. At almost the last moment of looking around, there is a goblet on a table right behind you. Audibly, I'll say, like, oh, oh, there it is. And I'll grab it and, like, wipe it out. And then uh, I'll walk up and say, like, uh, may I? He, he looks confused for a moment. In a how dare you kind of confused? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll continue to try and keep his attention focused on uh, the thing that he wants. I believe it's called the Tear of Shy has something to do with making land more farmable. Anyway, we were given a location for it, and I, I think you'd be interested in that information. We do have a few favors to ask of you in return. Or one of the favors, that wine. And he turns to Makara. <laughs> I think we were more hoping that would be a, a sort of pleasantry, a nice cordial way so that we can all talk on even terms about this transaction. You and me. Even terms? Not socially. <laughs> you ballsy son of a bitch. 
And I'll, I'll kind of like cock my head and like, yeah. He, <laughs> he gets up and he uh, actually pours Makara the glass of wine. Fuck yeah. Sweet. Let's go sit out in the hall. I'll have one of those dogs bring us some meat. Sounds... My first fucking thought. I'm slamming that wine. Sounds sorry. good. <laughs> my, my first thought was, was like, that seems like a weird choice of a meat servant. Like, it's going to have slobber and teeth marks. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, he said. People are less than people. Oh. oh yeah. Anyway. He, uh, yeah, as you guys are walking by, Shame still hasn't moved. He just walks by him, and you just fucking hear that metal hand slap him across the face. Damn. He just keeps walking like it's nothing. Ah, dick move. He even likes us now. Meh. Is Shame in a position where I can make eye contact with him? Who? Shame. Is he in a position where we can make, I can make eye contact with him? Yeah. Oh, man. As soon as he gets smacked in the face and I can see, like, a little trickle of blood like, coming out of his mouth, I'm just going to smile at him and, like, visibly, like, giggle. Not make a sound, but, like, you bitch. <laughs> his gaze returns to the ground. And you guys exit there and uh, you walk back out into the... Uh, Paul, you're in before. Um, a few candles have been lit on that large table, and he sits at the head of the table, and I imagine you kind of gather around on either side. Mm-hmm. I'll say, I realize we haven't introduced ourselves, though you may know who we are. I am Cedric Voss. This is Rin, or, sorry, Carrick, Leodinel, uh, Seraph Bartell, MacArthur. All right, well... We've met. Um, I'm sure you're aware of my name. Unavoidable. Where's that? Fuck it. They'll, they'll come with the food later. Good <laughs> <laughs> new servants. <laughs> now that we're like close to him, how's that hand attached to him? Um, like his sleeve hasn't gone up far enough for you to really okay. see it. Um, but one can assume it was some Magical sorts something. of magic surgery or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm half golem on my mother's side. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now with it. Makara's going to sit, like, close to him. All right, yeah, you're, like, on the corner right next to where he's sitting. <laughs> yeah. So we were given not just a location for the tier. We've actually seen it. Oh, have you now? Yes. We know where it is. We know where to get it. I'm sure... You're aware that this world isn't like it was a few years ago. Supplies are dwindling. Not everyone is going to be able to survive. And we have a mind to change that, hopefully with your help. Makara is going to be kind of a, by her pace of drinking, pressuring him to drink more to, like, not look inferior. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink a bunch. Make a charisma check. Okay. With intimidation added, maybe? Maybe? Fingers crossed. If she even has it. Yeah, I don't know. Six. It probably doesn't. Despite the low roll, Torold won't be outdrank. Seriously, he won't be outdrank. You're about to get fucked <laughs> up, Makara. Yeah. He's a fat dwarf yeah. with I'm, a full stomach. And they already are constituted as fuck. You vomited in a, yeah. in a bar like last... Well, no, that was three years ago. That was, <laughs> that was four years that ago. That was four years ago. In training. That was, yeah. that was all... Leading to this. <laughs> <laughs> this moment is why I every, every moment that we didn't see of Makara's training was just her drinking continuously. Now, win or lose, I'm just hoping this will loosen his lips a bit. Hmm. 
Now, in the interest of uh, both parties having all their cards on the table, we're not seekers of wealth, and like we said, we're, we're looking to make sure more people survive this drought. We're aware that you control the seas with your navies, and we think that you could help um, with naval and perhaps military support of setting up a colony uh, on the continent of Earthroot. We're going to need all countries to band together in order to survive. This can't be something that we do alone. So we need your cooperation. That being said, you would have quite the stake in the new land. Mm. Mm. Make a collective persuasion check with advantage, everyone. That was fucking good. Wait, we all have advantage? Yeah. I'm just lurking. I'm trying yeah, to you're lurking. I don't want to roll because I'm not doing anything. I'm just taking in everything. I got a 17. I got a 9. 10. <laughs> it's a good thing I had advantage because I got a natural one and a 7. <laughs> all right, so... You need ships. Is that it? Ships and perhaps the harder pill to swallow. We need you to reconcile differences with the other countries on the continent to work together with them. In we this we need trade. We might convince them to serve you. Mm. Hmm. If we had a mind to. But it would be working together nonetheless. With the most powerful and greatest leader, I'm sure the rest would follow suit, don't you think, Torald? You guys have stroked his, uh... (laughs) Just like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Are we doing a good job, Torald? Fucking spit. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta spit. It's only polite. Yeah, you, uh... You see him being swayed that this is a good idea. Fuck yeah. All right, so... um, I'm pouring us another glass of wine. Makara will pour us another <laughs> glass of wine. You pour the glass, give me the jug. I'll pour two glasses then. And he just grabs the jug with his golem hand and like swings it back and it, like his sleeve falls down and you just see like there's a red line where it meets his skin like it's maybe a little irritated but beyond that there's no real visible seam or anything. Okay. Is it like a clean? Yeah, it's like, clean. Like his arm, like it's straight? Yeah. Okay. And he just destroys the rest of the wine in that jug. <laughs> Damn. And just throws this, like, hundreds of gold, nicely carved ceramic jug over his shoulder and just shatters it on the stone. All right. You tell me where the tear is. I see it in my hand. You've got ships. You've got a country under a good leader. We'll do you one better. We'll go get it for you. Mm. That way you're not putting your own men at risk. However, for that additional favor, we might ask that you start negotiations of how this colonization might work. All right, all right. Different from a regular sellsword. I thought you were going to ask for just like a few thousand gold. We'll send diplomats. If you want... We'll open trade. If you want us to be monitored, I'm sure, we could um, take a... I like to grit my teeth. I try not to grit my teeth while saying this. We can take a... Dog of yours. We're already familiar with shame. Oh, yeah, I was going to tear off his fingernails. That, that'll be even funnier. We can take care of that. that. We can take care of that part. And he, he calls out for someone to bring him his favorite dog, and shame is like being let out by a couple of guys who just have him by like the shoulders. They just throw him like he sprawls out on the ground. I try to give him a... A pity, a very piteous glance. <laughs> he doesn't even look up. Okay, I don't want it to be obvious, so. 
you can walk along with these fine folks, see some of the world that you're so inept at taking in, and maybe you'll come back with some better manners. Or not at all. Hmm. <laughs> That's Sarah's run. I don't kill him. He's worth a lot. Now, we'll probably want some sort of contract in order, right? Yes, yes. Um, you can you can stay here overnight. Uh, we all have a, a chamber made up. I'll get some scribes working on something to write something down. I was never much of a writer myself. No, you've got men for that. Me neither. <laughs> and we'll talk more in the morning. You have uh, open access to the halls tonight. Don't abuse it. Well, thank you so much. With business concluded, I wonder if I could ask you about one more thing I was curious about. Hmm? Uh, who was your esteemed guest earlier with the, the velvet coat and the nice beard? That sounds like I want to fuck him. That's not what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sure like to get my hand but... in that velvet coat's velvet pocket. <laughs> That's not what I was going for. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that, if you know what I'm saying. I didn't think of that at all until you said it. That's I would have funny. not considered that. Well, then, Becky, help us out. That sounds like I want to fuck him. <laughs> Oh my god. That sounds like I want to fuck it. Just in character. <laughs> it wasn't in character. I changed my voice back to normal. They're pretty fucking close voices, though. But anyway, yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask about him and see if I can get any details as to who that guy was. Maybe a name. Well, that's Lord Sable. An interesting fellow, but a lot of coin. The governor of yours, or? No. Hmm. Not really sure where he's from. He just shows up every now and then. He's got contracts, he's got money for me, and I. Give him what he asked for. Have I heard the name Sable before? Or have I? Let's go with yeah. I imagine at some point during your travels, especially dealing with the uh, wealthy like yourself, Sarah, for uh, speaking with officials in the city of Opal like you have, Cedric, the name Sable has come up a time or two. What do I know about him? He's rich? He's rich. Mysterious and handsome? Mysterious, handsome, throws parties. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of money and throws it around like it's nothing. Sarah's intrigued. Like it's a big dick. <laughs> that was my favorite thing to have far away. That was, yeah. <laughs> 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 He's got a lot of money and he throws it around like it's a big dick. Oh, and as a measure of my good graces, if you go down to my uh, local tailor, we can all have you a nice uh, outfit tailored for each of you. Amazing. I'm interested in that. I uh, need to keep uniform. I'm a, I'm a paladin, actually, so this is kind of what I have to wear. All right. And might we bother you for a jug of wine for the road? Oh, there'll be wine around. You can, you can have one of the many jugs. Sweet. <clears throat> and uh, he gets up and he kind of waddles back to his uh, throne room. <laughs> I don't laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll thank him. I'll say, thank you, Your Majesty. You've been very cordial. Yes, well, we each have things the other wants, don't we? Indeed we do. And he nods, and the door, like, closes with a very soft motion. Like, it, like you swear, there's fucking ball bearings in that shit or something. Like, boom, it just, it's perfect. Makara sighs to let off of the uh, fucking fake persona of liking this guy. I thought because you were drunk. 
Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Both. I mean, you've only had the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, let's go talk to Elroy, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, that went really well. I also let out a sigh of relief. <sighs> yeah, after he leaves the room, it's like the air itself is less oppressive. And shame uh, rises from the ground, and you can see he's got a new shiner. Oh, shitty. I will say, I'm sorry he hit you. Uh, bruise isn't from him. That's the cut. I'm going to make him some good berries. All right. It's growing out of like a crack in the floor. I love it. I'm going to hand them to him. He just looks at them. All right. You make fruit. They'll take care of your eye. If you eat them, eat them. You eat it. Mm-hmm. In, you stopped him moments before he just squished one right on his eye. They probably do. You eat it, it's magic. Uh, they might feel good in your eye. I haven't tried it. So save one and rub it on his eye. I, I'll leave that to the DM to determine what happens there. I don't know what rubbing a good berry on your face does. It's certainly going to be sticky. It gets rid of crow's feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often the... Old bastard gives someone free roam. Did we impress you? You did good. Played him like a fiddle. Can't imagine that we'll be able to talk so freely around the castle. It's uh, kind of a dead space for guards. Like, there's a few nearby, but it's kind of like under your breath talking. Mm -hmm. Who actually has the stone on their person right now in this room? (laughs) I believe it's Makara. Yeah. We should... uh... Should maybe check out what kind of magic they have going on in this place. Like, you know, like detection stuff or like wards or whatever. What traps and um, wards do you know of in the castle? I'll cast detect magic while That's he's answering. Okay. Um, are you going to ritual cast Makara or? If I can. Okay. Yeah, you've got the time. It's not like you're in a rush. Do you think they'd be suspicious if you just start like lighting incense and shit in the middle of the room? Yes, but Free I don't Rome, care. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, traps in the castle, nothing I really know about. I know my way in and out, but I don't know a whole lot about magic. I'm going to quietly say in Elvish to Makara that she should put the stone in the bag so that it looks like one item if there was ever like a detect magic. Good idea. Yeah. Makara shakes her head, uh, nodding yes. Okay. Yeah, I imagine, um, unless you have further conversation or questions, that the time will pass that's required for this uh, ritual spell to go off. So, ten minutes pass. Um, you activate your stinky wizard eyes, and uh, not a lick of magic to be found within 30 feet. Hell yeah. As you get closer to the door, the door is definitely emanating some sort of magic. Of course, that was pretty obvious. Yeah. But um, maybe I wander back into his room. Maybe maybe focus on that door first, just in case. He's... When you say his room, you mean the throne room? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you walk up there, the door's closed. He said not to abuse it. I feel like the throne room is probably the one place we probably shouldn't go. Also, it'd be socially weird because we just said goodbye. It's like walking in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, but he winked at me and he said... We have what each other wants. He didn't <laughs> wink at you. You you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> How's about we find out where our rooms are? Okay, four drinks, McCall. Uh, I think we <laughs> <laughs> Calm it down. 
How's about we find out where our rooms are? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right this way. I know where they're going to be. And shame leads you through the castle. It's the opposite door from where um, you guys had walked in, like from the dog side of things. And um, it's pretty symmetrical. Seems more like a guard's barrack or something rather than servants' quarters. Uh, you know, guards are sleeping in there. They're the guys that live in the castle, yada, yada, yada. Uh, go up a flight of stairs, and eventually you are led to a nice double door, which you push open, and there are uh, four large beds in this room separated with screens. Like those folding privacy panel situations? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. This is going to be where you stay. If I were you, I wouldn't go out after the sun goes down. Why? They'll get suspicious. If you were us or if we were you? If I were you. Okay. <laughs> it's a very important difference, the distinction there. <laughs> yeah, if we were you, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, if you were me, you would uh, probably lay down and die. And just get hit a bunch. Well... What's that like? Now, now that we're out of earshot, I think uh, we're going to try and minimize that. I don't know. Hopefully by you helping us out. Oh, let's just figure out our room. I kind of want to, like, if, if people go into the room to check it out, I want to kind of, if I can, get um, shame alone. I only need, like, a second. Okay. I imagine you can find that moment of time. Shame. Yeah. We got off on the wrong foot. Now I'll reach out my hand as I'll say... Seraph Bartel, for him to shake it. He reaches out, grabs you by the wrist. I apologize for that. You deserve better than this, and when we leave, you're coming with us. And if you come back, that's your choice to make. And then I just walk into the room. The door closes behind you, and you look back for a moment to see that his cheek's a little wet. What a phenomena. Um, phenomenon. The old wet cheek. So I'm going to... <laughs> I'm gonna kind of gather everyone, and um, but I want to talk in Elvish. Like, that's to me safe. <laughs> <laughs> what? And it's not really, it's not really <laughs> tears either. Tieflings don't cry. It's just, it just their cheek becomes moist. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, guys! Anyway, he cried a little. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, little. I, 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 got it. I wasn't gonna fucking make a big deal about it. Anyway, so just in Elvish, I'm like to everyone. That was pretty good. I don't know if I trust it. I want everyone to know I plan on letting Shame go and telling him that he died. That's Shame's choice to make. Yeah, the thought had crossed my mind as well. Well, I thought we were going to kill him. <laughs> Makar, you're drunk. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to give him the crystal. You don't think? Well, he will abuse it. Regardless, he'll get the political processes started, and hopefully by that time we'll have uh, spoken with some other kingdoms. See what they're about. We should yeah. go to the courtyard. Let's hope he keeps his end of the bargain. Well, if he gets... We'll discuss it later. Yeah, True. Seraph, will you uh, come with me? I don't want to walk around here alone. I'd love to. Oh, yeah, hey, while we're doing all that talking, is there any magical shit going on in our room, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. No magic detected within 30 feet. The whole walk up to the room. Cool. Besides, you know, your stuff. <clears throat> Then that definitely didn't get magically overheard. Did <laughs> did shame have anything on him? With your eyes? No. No. Hmm. Nothing. Let's go for a walk then. Yeah. <laughs> Makara will put her arms around Seraph in the courtyard like they're staring into each other's eyes and they'll like whisper fucking 
plans. Okay. I believe he's pretending that they're lovers, but they're actually whispering about plans for yeah. everything. Um, I'll say, Ren and I will strategize. Okay. Uh, you've got me in your arm. I'm, I'll go along with this. I've yeah, like this both part. hands around yeah, your neck. Yeah, I got it. Um, we need to give him it at least for a second to legitimize this contract, I think. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of he gets the wheels politically moving. Once moving, they're a lot harder to stop, especially if the king has an accident and is no longer around. Your elvish is terrible. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like as a guard walks past. <laughs> Get a room. We have a room. Wait, no. Lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that, I guess. <laughs> Gotti. I love that in future. <laughs> Get a room and lose some weight. They're fucking sneaking by, a ho- uh, sneaking by a hotel room, and they, there's a couple in there having sex in their hotel room. And Better's like, Get a room, and they're like, We're in a room. Well, then lose some weight. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. um. While you guys are. Uh, Strategizing cloak and dagger stuff. Um, Rin, Cedric, did you have any stratagems you wanted to discuss? No, I think in order to legitimize our claim, we're going to have to give him the stone for a little bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need to give it to him. I don't know that we do. And um, we need to make sure that he lives. No. <laughs> <laughs> Either he's easy to manipulate, or he's very, very good at seeming easy to manipulate. Mm. So I guess, long story short, I don't know. But I think we can trust him to get those political gears turning like we want. Although, he seems to be almost indebted to that, uh, what was his name, Shelby? Sable. 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 <laughs> that, that's Sable, fella. <laughs> Shelby. Just, just, you know, just forgetting his name. I don't want to fuck him or anything. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Shelbyville. Shelby or something? Oh, no, that's a girl's name. He's not a girl. He's pretty like a girl. <laughs> I don't want to fuck him. Too hard. <laughs> Too hard. Yeah. But no, yeah. If we get some more information about that person, maybe we could set up a meeting with them and and, um, and kiss him. I mean, and... Uh, <laughs> no. I think we should uh, talk to this Sable fellow and see if we can maybe utilize his influence with the king or perhaps his influence with other nations. Seems like he gets around. He seems like he has a lot of power and probably a lot of money for him to mouth off to the king like that. Mm. He doesn't seem like a guy who likes to be mouthed off to. Well, we certainly shouldn't trifle with him, but uh, if we can make an ally out of him, it could be a useful tool. That's true. Right. I plan on trifling with Sable. I'm sorry. I love you guys. <laughs> After Makar and I do talk, though, I would like to wander around and try to figure out like a layout of this castle. If I can, you know, because he said I have full reign to go wherever I please. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the idea of the layout. Yeah, I uh, haven't explicitly mapped it out, but you'll no, know yeah, where I you need to go saying. if you need to go. Yeah, I just want to get a layout of things. 
And uh, along your way, if you're still pocketing small things uh, by the... Are you still pocketing small things? The coin bags, they're just laying around for sure. Yeah, by the end of this night, you're going to have like a thousand gold. <laughs> There's nice. so much money sitting around. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do that too, unless you're splitting it. <laughs> I'll take care of my boys. Shit. We ride together, we die together. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go get my new clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I'll also get my new clothes. I forgot about that. Yeah, group remembering. Um, uh, I'm down to get down on some new fucking kicks. All right. Yeah, I don't want to wear these bullshit clothes from this bullshit place. I just want a new cloak. That's all I'm going to try to get out of this bitch. That's fair. Yeah, you guys go down there, and it's like they have a variety of fabrics and uh, colors. Like, this isn't just like we only make uniforms for this place. I mean, they make a lot of uniforms. But, like, in general, just a high-end clothing store. Slash tailor. Shit. Well, if I change my mind, do you think I'll seem weak? (laughs) (laughs) That's up to you. Nah. You get into the store and you're like, but yeah, oh, you got- I didn't know it was going to be like that. <laughs> like, oh shit, this is way better than I thought. Like, uh, you walk in there and they're just uh, uh, a very attractive opposite gender of who you are measuring you. <laughs> like will, or same gender. Or same. Well, no, they just kind of assume. Yeah. They, they assume your preferences because like, their goal is to make you want to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And they can assume it pretty well based on how you're dressed. They know how fashion works. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I'm still going to pass. Right. I'll, I'll watch everyone. I'll I'll be the guy who's standing outside, and when they like the 80s montage is going up, they open the curtain, and I'll shake my head if it's bad, and I'll give them the thumbs up if it's good. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat nothing but a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it takes a decent amount of time, but um, they pretty much... Put it together on the spot after getting your measurements and uh, requests. Yeah, I'm going for the Acon, uh, black on black, all black everything. N- nice. Is what are you in mourning? Nah, dude, I'm fucking fly. Th- that's what I say <laughs> when you come out. <laughs> and it's not like just a flat black. It's like you know your preferred texture for the shirt. Yeah. A very subtle pattern on like the gloves and on the boots. Yeah. And they're all the same black. Yeah, and it's a light. perfect matched black. And I'm going to request the Killer Mike, black on black on black with a ski mask. <laughs> there it is. That's my crook look. There we go. <laughs> it's all the same. Guys, you're getting into like some final season outfits here. I want a bright red dress. Hmm. Wow. You are flipping the script. Yeah, it's uh, made very well to your exact measurements and fits perfect, like a dream. Cool. Um, oh, and Lord Carrick, what do you want? Oh, not a lord, but thank you. Um, and I'll just be kind of looking through their things, kind of indecisively looking about, and I think uh, I'll wind up keeping my style and like what my clothes look like, and just accent it with like some big leather gloves, like gauntlety looking, like cavalry gloves. Yeah, I don't know if those are a thing, but I actually don't know why I said it like that because like I don't know what you Mickey mean. Mickey Mouse, <laughs> not like Mickey Mouse at all. Fucking like Mario the Plumber. King gloves. DDD mittens. Leather gauntlet situation. Yeah, they get made up. It's yeah. uh, in a nice brown to like go with the blue, and the, you get it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very well made. Um, they very soft and supple leather, and they even give you uh, some complimentary uh, supplies to keep them clean and soft. Dope. I want to ask him too. Do you do light armors? Not a whole lot in the way of armor. Not not the easiest to make a. Uh, a hunk of leather on your chest look like um, everyone's dream. A fair point. But if I find a way, we'll send word. I'll keep you in mind. Thank you. 
I want the dress to have a like a slit up the side on both sides so I can run if oh, I yeah. have to. And I want it to be like um like a thicker material, not like yeah, silky or anything like that. Something durable. You got that. Uh, you got that Ada Wong dress. Are you, you gonna just fucking travel? Dress? I imagined it a little longer. <laughs> no, it's long. It's longer. Like it's past the knee, but it goes up. Yeah. The do, side. Do you wear like boots or pants or tights or anything under? Um. Yeah, I got boots and. I like the idea of fur no, boots, boots under it. <laughs> just boots. <laughs> I look very surprised let's say, to see you in a dress. Let's say it's like Chun Li style. All right, mm. all right. Mm. So like the she's got like tights. Yeah. 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 Whatever. I just mean it's like supreme mobility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah supreme but mobility. Good. But it's also like the most. I don't want to sound rude, but the most civilized you've seen Makara dress. Yeah. Yeah. You got a high society look going on. Well, yeah. now I've seen everything. <laughs> Oh, no, you haven't. <laughs> That's the booty hole. <laughs> you push Cedric playfully. I blush a little. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, so uh, you three fools are looking fine, and Cedric, you are still dressed um, as you were. Bitch, I look good before. Directed. <laughs> and you looked good before. Except now I'll get it. I mean, I'll get it, like, washed. Yeah, I'll clean it off for you. It, it had like swamp. Yeah, oh, they yeah. even get the smell out. Whoa! I'll ask them how. Is it lemon soap? What are you doing over my shoulder? Get out of here! <laughs> I heard someone was cleaning something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my... Tra- trade secrets. There's a reason we're the best. Mm. Yeah, everything's taken care of. All your shit is clean. Surf has made some bank off of the hallways. I'll give everyone two hundred gold too at some point. Nice. Uh, Probably back when you get into the room, I'm going to assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, where'd you get that? I didn't know that they... Do you want it? Or not? Yeah, we'll split it. I mean, you don't have to have any. (laughs) If you don't want it. So you stole it. I wouldn't say I stole it. I didn't take it from anyone. Yeah, nobody's saying anything. Who gave it to you? Yeah, that's what makes you guilty. What? Because when you're not guilty, you can just say the truth. Consider it a fee for having to put up with Torold. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Begrudgingly yep. accepts. Cedric will remember Did that. You, the group's going to use the money anyways. Did you see him throw it around? You just have 200 more gold. Yeah, it's likely that he won't miss it. Yeah, I have 200 gold. At I'll, first g- I'll was... give you the 20 that you paid for the cape. I'll, t- I'll, re- I'll try and re... Makar's going to try and reassure Cedric by saying... uh when you cut your hair, you don't feel it. You know that we're trying to be in good standing with this place, right? I I get he's, it. He's got his, <laughs> no, he's got his scruples. Yeah. Just because it doesn't hurt doesn't mean you don't see it. Yeah. You sneak up behind someone, cut off their ponytail, they're That's not a big good. fan probably. I mean, that was a really good counterpoint you just made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought as well, Cedric, but uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like they'll miss it that much and... Just, you know, know that makes this Resources. vanity money. <laughs> Just then. <laughs> don't get caught. That's the big Never. thing. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, apart from that, clink, clink, clink. I'll just <laughs> put them in my pouch. My money bag. Unless we don't seem as out of place here. Hmm. I want to look at the gold to make sure it's like regular gold and not like tooth gold. 
Yeah, it looks the same everywhere else. This is uh, one language everyone understands across this entire country. Okay. Okay. Doesn't have like Torold's face on it. God no. <laughs> They're fake gold coins made for me specifically. It's the, it's the kind euro. The morning comes, and uh, you're awakened by the sound of a bugle out in the courtyard. Uh, I have, I've missed something from our last episode. Uh, I don't remember if we are underground or not. You are not. Okay, cool. For some reason, I was imagining us as such. You were in Mountain City, USA. There's the disconnect. Shh. Shh. It is forbidden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so the morning's here. Um, you'll get up, do your morning things, and I imagine walk out to the hall. Hey, Seraph, what are we doing today as I prepare my spells? I don't know. I think we were going to meet with Torvald again this morning. Are we, like, leaving? Or are we staying? I think that will depend on how the meeting goes. I would imagine there's a leaving involved. We have other places to visit, after all, unless oh. he has some quest demand for us. Rin, when did you get here? (laughs) (laughs) You can't sneak up on me like that. Did did I miss you pulling him aside for like a minute? No. You guys are are in the room, but that's just been a running joke now. It's just a fucking joke that Rin just pops up. What's going on, guys? (laughs) Hey, what's going on in this thread? That's how I live my everyday life as as Brad in the real world. Rin, do you think we'll leave today? Uh, probably. I imagine he'll send us off to try and get that stone as soon as possible. It's uh, surprising they didn't ask us where it was. He <laughs> did. Oh. Oh. But oh. then I casually told him that we would go find it so that we didn't have to tell him. Ah. Makara's like, Rin, what kind of spells are you prepping? I'm thinking about prepping these. What yeah. about you? <laughs> yeah, I've had to tech magic prepped as well, but you keep using it before I get the chance to. So I think maybe I'll leave you with that. Or I could do it since I have more slots. Yeah, we'll go on a whole thing about it. More slots? Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. <laughs> also, uh, fun fact, in case it sounds like you're unaware, you can ritual cast a spell you don't have prepared. Just meet with Torald. We probably need a time frame for him, right? Yes. How 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 long do we want to give ourselves? How long did it take right, to get here? Well, right now it's any distance away. Um, Three weeks? Four weeks? Gives us time to maneuver if we need to go speak to another another country before. Hmm. It could work. We'll see. We'll see what he says. What's our long game? Charm the king and get him to sign the contract. <laughs> After forging it. I hadn't thought about that, but if we can get our hands on it, it uh, that could be to our benefit. Also, this is in Elvish. Yeah, I'm I'm well aware. Okay. That any scheming here in this <laughs> castle will be in Elvish. Okay. Appreciate it. Which I don't think is still safe. I'm sure there's someone in this town that speaks Elvish. Yeah, probably someone, but... Someone on his court, I'm sure. I'm He very well might. Well, after a bit of conversation, there is a knock at the door. I will answer said door. Yeah. Open it up and there's just a guard chilling out there. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, King sent us to get you to send to him something about someone's writing something down. Yes, we'll be ready in a moment. I'll just close the door in his face. 
Um, we uh, have been summoned. Hey. All right. <laughs> I uh, make note to not leave anything in here. Same. I take all my things. Yeah. The stone's in the bag, right? The the special thing we need to hide is in the bag of sneezing powder. Yes? Mugara? Yes. Yes. Um, Barring any further ridiculousness, you guys are being led down the hall. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. And you guys get down there. Um, and it's just like the table's full of people, like, sitting and chatting and writing stuff down and Toro's just sitting at the the head there and people are running up and running stuff by him. They run back and they're scribbling furiously. Which hand of his is gold, the right or left? The left. Okay. That is all. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I wasn't sure if there's a follow-up or not. No further observations. Okay. Good day, uh, your gracious majesty. Oh, there they are. We're uh, writing up the contract now. I've got my best men on it, all 30. You you just see like iteration upon iteration of uh, this being written out. Can I see uh, one of the copies? Yeah, there's a uh, one on the ground in you. Let's gonna pick it up and see what the general idea is. What it's very unfavorable towards you and your uh, goals. Hmm. Like in what way? Okay, after receipts, that's when we'll start looking into the possibility of negotiations and sending out ambassadors and. Ah. And there will be some upfront monetary gain. Oh, cool. I saw the up like, oh, is this one of the first drafts, Torald? Oh, I, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that always starts off with like one of the more common ones. And then, um, we had to, we, we're, we're working on one right now that's a little bit less one signed. Can I see one of the most recent ones, Torald? Uh, yes, yes. This is the, the iteration they're working on editing right now. What does it look like? Definitely a bit more favorable. An agreement for one ambassador. Per capital, okay. before receipts, uh, trade opening up Upon with receipt. Uh, well, trade opening up with one country right away. Um, that line has been left blank, and aid to be offered to one country. That line also left blank. Upon receipts, that's when the like uniting starts. Interesting. Um, as you're looking at it, I'll go. Sarah's our contract guy. Thank you for the vote of confidence. <laughs> One man each. You look like you shit two men. Welcome to Super Dice Boys. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. <laughs> Did you read it? Yeah, I thought we were looking over his shoulder. Yeah, I was doing it out loud. Oh, okay. If I might ask, Toil, uh, I'm aware that there's some differences between you or Kingdom and uh, that of Alari. What are those? Is there any way that hatchet could be buried? Well, it can be buried when they return my home village. Hmm. Do I do I know that offhand? Like, do I know what village that is by like knowledge of history? Or, I mean, there are always going to be plenty of villages among, especially disputed borders. Hmm. That's true. And um, that would seem to imply that where he's from may not be Tus, or that where he's from is where he believes Tus ends. But it's technically Alarai. But it's, uh, as of right now, in Alarai. Where's your home village? A uh, little place uh, northeast, other side of the river. So I think you, I know your first instinct is going to be to show all these people the extent of your glory, but I suggest refraining from that and just keeping it modest for a while. And I'm going to say that like I'm telling him what to do. Modest? 
And he like calls out to the room, Boys! Do I seem modest? And in unison, it's like, no, sir. <laughs> Don't even look up. <laughs> Don't even look up. Am I generous and wealthy? Yes, sir. Well, then make this contract better. All right, sir. Well, perhaps uh, you could appeal to them by using uh, the magnanimous nature of your rule. Do you know what magnanimous means? No, I don't. Let's let's cut that. <laughs> His eyebrows raise because he's not sure what it means either. But it sounds like a fancy word. Yes, yeah. good enough. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think your beneficence would go further than your wrath. That's absolutely a bullshit word, right? <laughs> beneficence. No, no, beneficence is a word. I think you're thinking of benevolence. Mm, it's different. Beneficence is more money-related. Benevolence is more like emotionally nice. All right, whatever. Um, I, I, I want to think. I want to think while these people are schmoozing. Um, when he says that it's other side of the river, I'm just trying to map it out in my head. Is the river like a V border? No, it's not. Does I, that map make sense? Yes. I'm just trying to decide if I think that. This dude is like, yeah, my home village should be part of our place. And then it's, and then it's like right next to fucking the capital of Outright or some shit like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like on the opposite side like, of the country. Or if it's like <laughs> legitimately reasonable. It's exactly what you thought. Yeah. Like it's not far from the border, but it's also spitting distance from the capital of Outright. I'm going to go sit in a chair somewhere and, and put my helmet head part down on the ground and start spinning it like a top. Okay. Like you're passing time? Yeah, just like out of boredom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it was like... I'll keep the contract negotiating with them. Um, I'm trying to settle for... Before trade even opens up with at least having um, diplomats sent to each each country. Makara's going to sit down before she fucks anything up. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and you arrive to the point where you can you can get someone set out to every other country, also, even, w- even the nearby islands. That's what I want, but I also want each country to have a diplomat in this city as well. All right, all right. Um, and this is before you get the thing. Once you get the once you get the stone trade opens up with every country. That stone will make us self-sufficient. Yes, yes. All right, all right. He beckons for his treasurer. And there's just um a very muscular dwarf that walks up to him with this huge book chained to him. Oh my god. Nice. And he like Holds out his hand and Torald gives him a key. And he like clicks it in. He rotates it and it undoes one of three latches. And then Torald puts his hand down on the book and whispers a quiet word. Oh, um, you know I'm listening for that word. Yep, make a perception check, my I man. Make a perception check. Fuck me up the ass. Nine. We got two D20s in Dicedale now. Um, I. Hang on. I'm curious about Hang magic. on, Brett. Fucking hang on. Wait, Brad. Fucking wait. <laughs> Before you try to help me, just hold up. 18. Okay. And Brad, what were you going to say? I'm curious about magic. I might be listening in for that as well. 
Okay. okay. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. realize. Make a perception check as well. 21. All right. Brad, you hear it clear as day. In Dwarvish, he says, my blood. He doesn't know what that means in Dwarvish. I know, yeah, I does. speak, oh, I speak he Dwarvish. Does. Okay, I he's the Dwarvish. only other one. My blood in Dwarvish. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you can see a small pin as he pulls his hand away, and there's a little bit of blood on the cover. Mm. You've got that written down, Cody? Yeah. Fantastic. You're like our note taker for this whole campaign. I fucking guess. Uh, well, that's what you've been doing. I have some notes. I've just been what? letting you. What? And that undoes a second latch. And then um, his head scribe walks over and, like, writes out a word. And this one is very clearly out of view. Onto the cover. And third latch undoes. And there the treasurer pulls open this huge tome. And is going through it. Sir, we really don't have the resources for that many people. Did he say that out loud? He said that in a whisper mode, but you guys are, uh, sorry, uh, Rin and Makar, you guys are super tuned in to that. How dare you? When he says that many people, does he mean uh, that many resources for, like, having ambassadors in various kingdoms? What's he referring to? He would appear to be referring to the entirety of what is being agreed upon. Yeah, having to employ and house Employ, house, people. relocate. Is this person a dog, or is this person trusted? You've got He's a book got chained to the them. the book literally chained to him. Like, in a only I can protect this way, or in I'm de- this is to demean me I, way. Um, is, is he a Roomba or a guard? <laughs> so in in regards to the question, at no point has he treated this person with disrespect. Torald has not treated the treasurer with disrespect. Okay. How is he dressed? Um, he's dressed decently well. Not a whole lot of clothing you can do when you've got a big metal book chained around your waist. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, quietly convening about that. What do you mean we don't have a resource? It's, it's eight people. Well, it's actually 30, sir. People question the king. This is this is his money man. I think Makara say says that? that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say that. I didn't know people question the king. And like they both look over to you. <laughs> Torold slams his metal fist down on the table and like shatters off a piece of this granite. Well, I have said what we're doing. With that artifact, we can stop this madness. If I might inquire, I don't want to overstep my bounds, but what madness do you speak of? The reason we don't trade, the reason everything is closed off. Because of the coming worries you're trying to fix. Oh, ideal then. I love my country. I hate some of the people in it, but I love the country. (laughs) I'd probably kill him. I wouldn't kill him. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And the well-being of everyone is important. Gruffly said, but a noble sentiment. Well put, your majesty. He nods. And he uh, pats his treasure on the shoulder. We'll make it work. With the trade that opens up, we'll have more coin. It's just a long investment. Go get all those money bags we left on the tables. <laughs> all right. We'll need all a thousand of I'm those dollars. I'm trying to dollars. look at his hand that got pricked and got blood on it. Mm-hmm. Is it still bleeding? A little. All right. Um, I'm going to 
offer my hand to be like, it's a deal then, and reach out to shake his bleeding hand. He extends his hand forward and just grabs you by the hand. Yep. I'm going to try to get is like some blood on me from that, oh, obviously. Yeah. I'll dab it up and try to get it collected for later. I'll like make sure this is mine. I hope we have a very fruitful relationship. We will retrieve the stone uh, with haste. It'll take us... It'll take us some time. The journey won't be easy, but we will return to you with it. Very good. Now, we will send diplomats to... Each country will have one housed permanently in each capital. We will open up trade, but we can only afford to do so with one country at this time. We will also be able to offer aid, but with one country. Now, that, that, that term is on you. I truly don't care which first. We know who needs aid. It's all right, right? All right needs the most aid. And I think that uh, showing them this beneficence, as I had said before, uh, might go a long way into them perhaps ceding some territory to you in the larger deal. So we'll leave that for you to negotiate. I know. We've had a pointless border battle because those damn stuck-up nobles won't let me at least have my hometown. We must help the poor boys of Alari. Yeah, we can't. We can't have a spread of that plague. Agreed. A second crisis would be uh, most unfortunate, especially when we're so close to fixing this new one. Yes. You bring me that shard, and we will do everything in our power to get everyone at least on the same page. Is he lying to me? Yeah, I was going to say, does he seem genuine? Make a insight check. Well, it's a contract that's legal binding to his country that he runs, so... Ooh, I got a two. I got a natural twenty. Carrick is buying it without rolling. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to conversate. <laughs> I got a natural twenty on that. Yeah, he's hot headed, like everyone said, but he's honest about this. He really does care, but it seems as though up to this point, it's been easiest to just take everything he can get. Well, uh, where do you need to go? Do you need a boat? Do you need horses? We can. We put- need a boat to Alari. All right, all right, we'll get you across. Really, we can just uh, ferry you over if you want horses. Whatever would get us there quickest. We need to get to the capital of Alari. All right. Ferry with the horses sounds ideal. Okay, okay. And as for trade? I would start with Opal. Ah, yes, they're wealthy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of mutual benefit. Yeah, and we can go straight up and down that river. We've got powerful enough ships. Fantastic. I think they'll be happy. Speak with Roderick the Kind when you get to Opal. Let him know that we vouch for this and we've sent you. He should treat you most kindly. It's in his name. It's in his all. name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, as is tradition for our kingdom, I shall personally take the journey for our trade mission. I'm coming around to this guy. Like, at first... Like he was described as Trumpian at first, but now he's all like... I just said that. He wasn't described as Trumpian. I just said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. oh, okay. This is all Cody's manifestation. He's a terrible man, but he's not a bad king. Mm, he seems like he's got a bone or two in his body that are like... Fucking, I keep coming back to Beneficent, but... <laughs> <laughs> he Brad, seems... he keeps slaves. Fetch mm, isn't going to happen. Fair point. <laughs> all right. All right, well... Final draft of the contract, I think, is made up. Um, you'll find it most agreeable. It hits everything you've requested. Um, I'll sign it. Do we do we need to sign it? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, signatures. signatures. Yes. Anyone that can't write can just put a thumbprint. 
it has a living stipend for us, right? I mean, I wasn't going to send you away from here empty-handed. I know. That being said, we done. I was so asking us. the DM. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm um, sorry. I thought they were. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get sent away empty-handed. Um, like, but between the horses that are being gifted and uh, the aid that's otherwise been given. You definitely have something to show for it, but I mean, in addition to that, it's like here's a hundred coin allowance each. Cool. Okay, I'll sign it. All right, two signatures out of four. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll sign it as well. Yeah. Oh, you already. You were the first. You were the okay. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure. I'll sign. <laughs> Oops, my bad. How? <laughs> 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 the Group finishes negotiations. Everyone's satisfied with uh, what has been agreed upon. So, yeah, walk through town. You got some uh, nice uh, horses. Uh, Shame is there as well. He's got his own little horse, much smaller than your guys' horses. And uh, for no reason other than (laughs) fuck him, I guess. Other than fuck him, yeah. They said ferry, but it's like a pretty big ship. You hop on. Captain's like, all right, all aboard, and you, you go. And it takes a little while to get across the river, and you eventually dock on the other side, and there's a... And honestly, even in this short little uh, trip, things start to get a little bit more chilly, a bit more of a nip in the air. Uh, you guys get docked. You're in this uh, little settlement, and I imagine you lead your horses, and you're directed yeah. kind of towards the stables. Yeah. What are things like on this side of the river compared to like the capital that we were just in? Uh, not the palace, but like the, the streets. Streets, um, well, over here, definitely less maintained. It's like um, maybe at one point there was cobblestone, but it's very covered over in like dust and dirt that's built up. Um, honestly, this place doesn't seem to have a lot of traffic go through. There's a tavern. There's always a some place to go for at least the locals to sit down and have a drink. Not much for uh, bedrooms there. Like they've got some... Uh, some lofts in a barn that you can stay in. Better than nothing. I mean, is, is it still pretty early in the day, or this has taken most of the day to... So you guys probably set out around midday. Mm, okay. And so, like, it's not quite sunset yet, but it took a couple hours. It's not enough time to really get anywhere, you know? Yeah. Unless you wanted to ride partway through the night. No, I think we should set up shop, get a drink, relax, and then hit it hard in the morning. Sure. Yeah. Really uh, little in the way of guards out here. I mean, there's a couple of town guards. Uh, similar, they're wearing tunics of the color scheme of the capital. Yeah. But none of that, like, all black armor. None like, of the heavy plate from the capital. Yeah, none of the heavy plate or anything. It's just, like, tunics, definitely wearing some metal on them, but definitely a lot less authoritarian over here. I'll grab drinks. I'll grab the first round of drinks and get us a hotel room and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's when you have the conversation, like, oh, yeah, no rooms, but... Yeah, we'll learn about we'll learn, like, loss is fine. literally one copper for all of you to stay there. That's fine. We'll get some drinks because we're sleeping in a hayloft. Yeah, you're literally uh, sleeping yeah. on hay with like a sheet. Eh, whatever. Shame. Yeah. yeah. When we get to Alarai, you're free to go, if that's your wish. At the very least, I need to help you, but I can't just cut and leave. I've got a family. Are they still there? Yeah. How many? Eight. Hmm. Parents. Sisters, brothers, a child. That's bad. Well, it's your choice whether you return or not. I won't force you either way. Yeah, 
takes a big drink of this uh, swill that you guys have been served. I put up with everything so they don't have to. I know the feeling, says Brad, not <laughs> Rin. <laughs> Shut up, Brad. So, what's your guys' plan? Where to get a stone? Where to, what's, really wasn't a part of all that. Well, honestly, I was planning on ditching you. Not the first time. Except I thought you would have preferred it. This makes it a little more difficult for us. Hmm. Look. We can be honest. We've got it. Hmm. Well, then you did a fine job of uh, getting what you want when you already had what he needs. Yeah. And now we're going to go see who really needs it. Politics and all that. The contract was pretty good. Um, if we can't make anything better than that work, then we'll make that work. But if for some reason we fail, I think we could consider ourselves as having a new enemy. I thought your goal was to unite everyone. It is. We're just figuring out the best way to do it. Yeah, we might be fine with that one more fat dwarf. I'd like to see the bastard swing myself. That'll never happen. Well, God, you said it. I have... What if we circle around and catch his trade caravan heading to Opal? He'll have a battalion, and he might not look it, but bastard's strong. Even if we do sabotage, it's just a trade caravan. I was going to kill... I think you misunderstood the subtext of what I was saying. I forgot that he was going with it. (laughs) Yeah, that's um, Tusian tradition. The monarch uh, travels on a first trade caravan. Look, if he died, who would be king? That's a good question. Probably his brother. And who, how is he? Better, he have any worse. sons? No sons. Look at the bastard. Well, uh-huh. a coin can get men many things. That's fair. He's tried. Only daughters. Hmm. Lucky for us. They're all nightmares. His brother's a bit of a bastard, too. Less fat, though. It would take a total coup d'etat to change that. I don't think that... He was easier to work with than I thought. Maybe... Maybe he's... I mean, he seems stupid enough that we can manipulate him into what we need to do. He's a damn bastard, but he understands reason. Yeah, don't don't make any mistake. I hate the man, but... I know he's going to be good to his word if you maintain yours. He can be dealt with, and it seems that he'll make a decent pawn, if needs be. Now, if we do find another place that the stone needs to be and not in his hands, and we have to use it there, well, my suggestion is that we invent some sort of cabal of evildoers intent on stealing the stone from us, something that all three nations can unite against. If needs be. Ideally, I I honestly think the contract is our best bet thus far. But uh, we'll see what happens when we get there. You're talking of spinning fairy tales of villains? Quite. That's ridiculous. For all we know, there very well could be a cabal that is after this stone. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, that makes our job easier as, as far as the creative aspect is concerned. Although we'll also have to stab and or get stabbed by them. So that's a complication. Not planning on getting stabbed anytime soon. Yeah, it's not fun. I assume. 
<laughs> you, you like quick glance to your big old scar. <laughs> it's not fun. I don't think it's a great idea to try and assassinate the bastard right now. I don't think it's necessary either. I think we go to Alari and see how. Do we know anything about them? Shame. What do you know of Alari and who controls it? Uh, really, all that's known of Alari and Tus is the propaganda spread of the uh, dirty land grabbers. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. Mm, yes. But, um, you give me the night, I can see what I can find out. You do with your night what you will. You might, uh, you might feel free to take it easy this night. I think when we get to the capital, you'll be better, you're in a better position to find more useful information. Hmm, you make a fair point. Give me three nights. <laughs> All right. You gonna ride ahead of us then? I'll ride to the capital. We're all going there. Feel free to go alone if you wish. I'll meet you guys when you get to the gate. Okay. He uh, finishes his drink, uh, throws a copper to the bar, and walks out. I don't. Can I? I don't trust him. Is he lying to me? Am I getting played by this guy? Make an insight check. I was gonna say a dumb king would need savvy servants. Thirteen. Maybe everything he said wasn't completely honest, but the sentiment still is that you guys are at least on the same side. He's only got two kids. <laughs> Fair enough. I said we rest. First thing in the morning we head. We'll see how fast shame can get there. Mm. I think he just doesn't... I'm going to get up from the table and I'll go climb up into the, the fucking corn pile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you uh, walk out into the night. It's like uh, equivalent to like a city block or two. And uh, it's it's pretty chilly out when it's dark. Colder time of the year is blowing in. We're talking like like 30-ish degrees, like just above freezing? Yeah, right around freezing. Uh, nothing's frozen, but... You know, you know how great. You know how when you're used to 60 and you walk outside and it's 40, you're like, ugh. It's, hey, like, it's like becoming good. autumn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is in Fahrenheit for anyone that happens to listen on another continent. We actually have like 10 listeners in Europe. Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Dang. No, we got a grip in France, uh, Ireland, and UK. I don't know how that happened, but it's awesome and I love you. Shout out. Not like Sable. (laughs) (laughs) He'll never love like Sable. (laughs) That velvet beard. I don't know why I keep fucking leaning into it. It's more and more of a problem. That velvet beard. He didn't have a beard. He did. He had a, he had a very well-trimmed oh. bit of facial hair. You think I don't know my man? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't really picture our mission being like this. <laughs> you did. You already left. I imagined we would need uh, an amount of diplomacy, and hopefully that's not, uh, that's not the end of it, because fighting is uh, painful on more than just the body. I'm just saying this wasn't what I was trained for. The party, they settle their tab. Uh, Seraph has already wandered off, too. And everyone else walks out into the uh, cold of the night to get to the barn. There's a little bit of heat in there, probably just from the insulation alone. You climb up into your loft, lay down your bedroll, and let sleep take over. Thank you to Adrian Von Ziegler for providing the music for use during the podcast. The theme song itself is by me. Uh, Mike Rugg. 
Hey, uh, this is Brad Doc Savage. I play Rin on the show. Uh, thanks for listening to Super Dice Boys. It means a lot to us. Um, if you can like, rate, subscribe, anything, um, depending on where you get the podcast from. Uh, we're also all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, spread the word. Get people listening. You like the jokes. We like the jokes. We like you listening. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to Super Dice Boys. We'll talk later when you clean up your act. <laughs>